0: Tom Brady wins the Geritol Bowl over Drew Brees and the Saints, lead the Bucs into the NFC title game and a matchup against the Packers. The Chiefs escape a near upset at the hands of the upstart Brown to set up a one-versus-two showdown with the Bills. And the NHL hockey season is underway. The Chicago Blackhawks are in desperate need of a goalie. Ugh. A beer and hit the couch, sports fans. Sports, 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 sports. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh oh, sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. it in-your-face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! And listen in to find out who get run over by this week's smackwagon. Uh-huh. All that and more, coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T. Dog Wiltberger. What do you hear, what do you say, L.V.?
1: What's up there, Couch Potato family? We're in the house for Season 2, Episode 2. So We're talking about the two D twos. Why? Are, why are
0: you in such a good mood? Is it perhaps because the Bears didn't play today? Yes, us off. Is that probably why we're in a good mood? today? Yeah, I think so. Well, or because, or because there's a nice cold beer. Ah, uh, good
1: call, dude. I like that. Whoa.
0: Oh, the dogs didn't like that very much. <laughs> the
1: dogs, the dogs didn't like that at all, my friend. Let me crack mine open right now.
0: Yeah. Today, while we're young. Yeah. (laughs) There (laughs) you go, buddy. Great.
1: Well, you know, I can't Uh, get it always close to the mic, as I like to say.
0: So, no bears to talk about today. So, what? we're done, right? Good podcast. Good talking to you. Yeah, great season.
1: See you in about uh, eight to nine months. No, of course not.
0: Actually, you know what? The Bears didn't play today, but. We are going to talk about them.
1: Of course we are. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about a few things. I mean, there's still football going on. What
0: do you want to go through
1: today? We've got the NHL. I'm sure everyone's excited to hear about the NHL today. Unless you're a
0: Blackhawks fan.
1: Yeah, unless you're a Blackhawks fan. they got some troubles down up there in Chicago, in the Shy town Really, yeah. wherever they go, they've got troubles. And then we've got... Right, I'm sure there's some Cubs stuff going on. I'm sure there's some MLB stuff happening, and then uh, then we got to talk about you know playoff football. That's happening for sure.
0: Today was a fun day. Today the games today were awesome. Yesterday's games not so much. Today exciting exciting football. So, but yeah, I mean uh, the NFL playoffs and Ron, you know I'll tell you what one of the things about um, today's games. I was really excited about today's games, partly because I, I know in the beginning we said Jertal Bull. You got Tom Brady against Drew Brees, and you knew you have these two guys. I think they said on the broad, broadcast these guys have passed for like 100 and whatever, 50,000 yards or something like that, or 160,000 yards in their, in their career um, combined. Yeah. You look at, I think Brees is a little over 80,000. Brady's just under 80,000. Mm-hmm. You would have to add up the top six career passing totals of the Chicago Bear quarterbacks in order to hit 82,000. Top six. That's how bad it's been for the Bears. Do you know who those six quarterbacks are? Can you name the six quarterbacks that, would ha- that lead okay. the Chicago Bears in passing?
1: Okay. Sid Luckman.
0: He is number two. Okay. Just uh, 15,000.
1: Let's go with uh, Jim Harbaugh.
0: Jim Harbaugh is number three. Okay, just under twelve thousand.
1: All right. Uh, let's go with um, Jay Cutler.
0: Jay Cutler's number
1: one. Oh, one, two, and three. There we go. I'm done. I'm out. Oh wait, wait. More. All right. Here we go. Um, there somebody in my head that I was thinking about. It was somebody very important. Uh, who's been, who's been around for a while throwing the ball? Um,
0: I don't know. Oh, geez. Just think popular bears quarterbacks. There's only been, there's, you can count them on one finger. I was
1: going to say, there's not a lot of popular bears quarterbacks. Well, um, what's his face? 85 guy.
0: Yeah, what's his face? The guy who has the worst sunglasses all the time. Cause he got a fork stuck in his eye.
1: Yeah. Cause, uh, I, uh, Jim McMahon, number
0: four, number four.
1: And then, uh, He's
0: number five, number five. Number five, come on! Number
1: five, come on! Come on! Come on! Number five, Just
0: think about it. Just think about it.
1: Uh, Miller, no. I thought about it.
0: That would be Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, five overall, really? That's sad. yes. Isn't that crazy? And number six would be Eric Kramer. Eric Kramer. Yeah. And then after that, the name you the, the names start dropping off: Billy Wade, Ed Brown, Bob Avellini. Rudy Bukic, Mike Tomzak. Remember good old number 18, Mike Tomczak? Yeah Anyway, so there you go. So needless to say, that just means that the Bears absolutely suck at finding a generational quarterback. Um, and Brady and Breeze, man, those guys are amazing. And that was a great game. You, I'm assuming you got to watch it, correct? I did.
1: I did. It was, it was a really good game.
0: Yeah, so um, Devin White, I think, had an awesome game. Uh, he was just insane for the Bucks today. Um, this is Brady's 14th conference title game, right? Can you believe that shit? 14th. Yeah, first as NFC though. Yeah, well, that's because he spent that's all that time with New England. But that's still—I mean, that's, that's insane. insane. I mean, he's been in the league for what 20 years, so almost 75 percent of the time that he's that he's brought his team into the playoffs. They made it to the the title game. Can you, that's just. Do
1: you remember when Brady came in for, do you remember who he replaced?
0: Yeah, Drew Bledsoe. that was, and Drew Bledsoe almost, I mean, he, he didn't realize it at the time, but he could have died from that injury that he had. He had like a, something, well, you would know his aorta or whatever, something disconnected, (laughs) started filling up his abdomen with blood. And he's just like, ah, I want to go back in. But no, yeah, that's who Tom Brady replaced.
1: I, I can recall when that, when that happened. I remember where I was. Do you remember where you were when Brady first came into the game? Probably. You can't remember where you were no. yesterday.
0: Yeah. No, I don't remember. I was that at a bar. I was at a bar. Well, what a shock.
1: No, no. It was a morning. It was a breakfast. Uh, go in and watch football because you couldn't. Back in the day, though, you couldn't really find football games in a lot of places unless you wanted to pay the large sums of money to your company, my friend. And I chose not to. And I chose to go to the bar. And I remember when he Well, went- I'm
0: sure I went to the, many of those bars with you. We would go to Pinkies and a few of the other places out there in Vegas to watch football at 10 o'clock in the morning, by the way. Yeah, 10 a.m. You know, we were hitting the bar at 10 o'clock in the morning watching the Bears and, yeah. It was worth
1: so, every penny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Worth every penny. No, that was- yeah, that. was
0: that, I, This was a good game, though. I, I, I really liked it. I think it was one of the better games. Um,
1: good game from whose perspective? Because it definitely wasn't a good game from – Drew Brees' perspective. Well,
0: I yeah, I think it was a competitive game. I think the Saints shot them. There's no question they shot themselves in the foot. They had, I think, all three of Tampa's touchdowns were from turnovers. You know, Drew Brees, if this was indeed his last game, which that is what they're saying, that he's retiring at the end of the season. Yeah. What a way to go out. Three interceptions, um, less than four yards per completion. I mean, it was just... It was a bad it was a bad game all around, but the turnovers really really killed them. Well they um, scored
1: they scored what? They scored three touchdowns on all three turnovers. Yeah,
0: on the turnovers, yep.
1: I, I saw a little reminiscence of Pee Wee Peanut Tillman out there. He's punching out the, the ball. Punch. I love yeah. that. I love that. As but long yeah, as I mean, you're punching and tackling at the same time. I think the Bears tried that this year. They punched and then they wouldn't tackle. And they just
0: keep on running. You know, was the best at it. He had four in one game. Remember that four in one game against yeah. the Titans. Four forced fumbles in one game. That was awesome. Peanut punches. But that the other game today, the Chiefs. That Chiefs game, Browns game, Chiefs Browns games was a hell of a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. That was the game of the weekend. And how, dude? How big are Andy Reid's balls, man? Did you see that last play? No. Fourth down. There. I think there was maybe a minute and a half to go. Uh, the Chiefs were facing fourth and, like, an inch. He's got a backup quarterback in there, Chad Henney.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gets up to the line, and he's in a shotgun formation, and everybody around is thinking, okay, he just wants to try to draw them off sides, then punt the ball, and, you know, hopefully the defense can stop Baker Mayfield. What does Andy Reid do? He throws a pass. Unbelievable. I mean, I was shocked, and and... Tony Romo almost freaking wet his pants he was so damn excited about. Oh, it. yeah. But, I mean, that's that. But that's why Andy Reid, that's why he is in, you know, he led the uh, uh, Chiefs back to the, NFC, the AFC Championship game for the third time in a row. And that's only happened one other time. And that was the Philadelphia Eagles who were coached by Andy Reid. That's oh. the only other time a team has gone to three consecutive, I'm sorry, has hosted three consecutive uh Conference championships. Yeah, but so. I, th-
1: I think this time around, his team's going to do pretty well if it gets into the Super Bowl.
0: Well, and here's, here's the thing. I mean, what we don't know, the one thing, the bad news um, is, is that Patrick Mahomes was, of course, knocked out of that game. He had to. He had a foot injury earlier. Something was wrong with his big toe. Um, but he we he was concussed, and if you saw it,
1: <laughs> I looked, did.
0: Yeah, he was loopy. You know, he, he kind of stood up and
1: and then stumbled a little bit, yeah. almost fell back down. oh yeah, he he landed on the crown of his head.
0: but I actually I got a text from from Terry, one of our couch potato listeners, that said, uh, there's probably going to be a um a, a brain doctor somewhere in Kansas City that suddenly finds a briefcase of money just miraculously sitting somewhere in his office." You know, to pass him and allow oh, him yeah. to play next week. So that's a that's a good call out there, Ter. But yeah, uh, according actually after the game and um, you know, just a few hours ago they came out and said he's doing great and passed everything he had to pass. So I I'd, I'd be shocked if there was any if there was anybody else under center than Patrick Mahomes on the on next Sunday. Oh game, yeah. So he and he's
1: not going to want to. He's not going to sit on the sidelines. He's going to do whatever he has to do to. You need me to walk a straight line. You got it. I'm walking yeah. a straight line. You need me to look here and read off letters and numbers. Done. The Chiefs have won four straight playoff games, the longest streak in franchise history, by the way. T dog, what do you think of that?
0: Yeah, I mean these. I mean all those the, great players you've got. Yeah, yeah I mean some great teams in the past, but I mean this, the team's clicking right now, dude. What do you want me to tell you? I mean, I think I saw some graphic up there that said that that uh, Mahomes was like, what was it, something stupid like he's won 24 of his last 25 games or something like that over the last season and a half or two seasons or something. Yeah. I mean, it's just and, – and just it, every time you see stats like that and you see how well the Chiefs are doing, it just kind of, as a Bears fan, just sort of just rips at your soul knowing that we passed on this guy. And, yeah, there are other teams that passed on him too, but we were looking for a quarterback, and we were sitting number two. We literally could have had any, any one of them that we wanted. Anyone. And we wanted. Who? Trash Trash Bisky. I think they're calling him now, or whatever the case may be. That defended that kid throughout the, throughout the season. But, you know, I, I think there's some of it's definitely him, but a lot of it also has to do with that just team as a whole. So This guy sucks. I don't know. Yeah, pretty, much. pretty much, and I don't know if you. I don't know if you got a chance to see the. Uh, uh, you, you might want to get that truck warmed up because this is something that really chaps my ass. And I don't know if you heard the um, what do you call it? The press conference that the Bears had. Uh, did you hear that? Did you listen to this press conference? you did did, hear about it.
1: I heard about it. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! So you had your boy. And I'll, I'll wait for the horn because everybody loves to hear the horn. There it is. There's right. the horn. You had your boy Ted Phillips out there. Not a, you, Ted Phillips, okay? This guy has been with the Bears for eons. He's been the president of operations, I think, for the last 20, 21 years or something like that as team president. And this, they get out there, and he's there with McCaskey, and he says that we are going to go – with the status quo going forward. And do you want to know why they said that? Because they felt the team really showed a lot of moxie and really came together after their six game losing streak. After that adversity and everything else, how they, you know, bucked the odds and they came back and they made the playoffs. Are you kidding me, Ted Phillips? Are you kidding me? They came back against three of the worst defenses in the NFL, the Vikings, the Texans, the hapless Texans, and the Jaguars. Right? How many of those those teams combined? How many losses did they combine for? This Ted Phillips dude, this guy is worthless, right? Yeah. And for him to to sit there, it's just mind-boggling. You look back at the Bears since he's taken over. They are essentially a 500-football team. That's it. We've had 20, 20, 20 years of so-so. that's what we've had it, it, under his regime. They've been to the playoffs six times. they've got three playoff victories in those six visits. They did have the one Super Bowl appearance. yeah, that was great. It was a great year. We you know what our defense got us there. Devin Hester got us there. It wasn't Rex Grossman it wasn't our quarterback because these guys can't pick a damn quarterback. Yeah. So there's been a few strong there's been a few good seasons in there, but there's been more terrible seasons and there's been a shitload of mediocre seasons, Ron, under this guy's regime. It's ridiculous. And you look back at Ted Phillips and what he's done. He's had he's had what three GMs? He's had Jerry Angelo, Phil Emery, and now Ryan Pace. Mm-hmm. And he and he pushes Ryan Pace. He's right back out there. Who are his coaches since then? He's had Dick Duran, Lovey Smith, which I'm a Lovey Smith fan, Mark Tressman, which was a debacle, yep. and John Fox and Mac Nagy. And this guy has the gall to come out there and say that you know we're moving forward. They should have gotten rid of Ted Phillips. I, I'm sick of this shit. He should be gone. He's he's awful, and the Bears are going to be awful again because they just can't come to realize that the leadership is 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 bad for this team, and it needs yeah. to go. And yeah. that's why I think Ted Phillips needs to get s- squashed by the smack wagon this week because he's pathetic. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's just so frustrating when they come out there and they say they're going to go with the status quo. And I know the Bears didn't play this week, and we didn't really want to talk about them, but after seeing that, it just—I don't get it. I mean, do you really think? Do you think that Matt Nagy and and Pace really deserve another chance?
1: I, mm, that uh, Pace, no. I think Pace. I think maybe Matt, only because he's never really had the quarterback that he's wanted. But Pace, no. Because Matt wasn't a part of the Trubisky um, deal. That was well, all. He pass.
0: got the quarterback that he wanted. He wanted Nick Foles. He th- he said Nick Foles was the guy to run his offense. How would that work out for him?
1: Yeah. Well, the first secondary. I told
0: you last week Nagy had to go after that bullshit that he pulled in the playoff. Yeah. Game. Yeah. You know.
1: I think I th- what I would like to see is well first off tip your hat to uh, Chuck, good old Chuck. Pagano, Pagano,
0: happy retirement, bud.
1: Happy retirement. Um, he knew when to jump ship. <laughs> yeah, right. He was like, "I'm out." Yep. And I heard rumor that the Bears were looking, maybe going, trying, maybe they're reaching out to their old uh, defensive coordinator because he's out there. It wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. Was it Nick Van, Gine, v- Van Gino or whatever? Andrew? Nick Vangio
0: Fangio. Fangio. Nick Fangio. Thank Why, you. Denver let him go? They fired him. Oh, I didn't catch that.
1: Yeah, I thought they Well, I thought no, they we did. Don't,
0: we don't need him back, no. I didn't know they fired Fangio, but nonetheless, we don't need him
1: I back. I thought they fired him. In the, man, I mean, I don't know. Here's, here's what I do know. The Bears, you're absolutely right. It starts from leadership. And the Bears are kind of like in the same situation as the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks... Prior to two thousand and ten, somewhere between I don't know two thousand nine or two thousand eight, somewhere right around there, the Blackhawks were 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 basically a team that was known for being for being one of the original six teams. That's it. They weren't really known. They they had some decent Blackhawks players in the eighties and nineties, but nothing besides ninety one because they did go to the finals, but. Obviously, they ran against Mario Lemieux and a rookie. Um, what's his face? Can't even think with the long hair. Anyways, they ran into that team. That team crushed them. But the old man, he's talking about the owners, the old man never wanted to broadcast any games. He blacked out games. Like if the teams were, if the team did not have a sellout, you didn't see it locally at all. Yeah. And that was just his way of thinking, you know, like, well, if I'm not going to, I'm going to not going to have the Chicago land, enjoy, you know, the Blackhawks because, you know, we, we don't sell out our team. We don't, we don't sell out our games even when they were good. I remember flying out to Chicago. I don't know. Maybe it was like 2007 or six. Maybe it was 2003. I can't remember. They were playing St. Louis in the playoffs. And it was one of the last games of um, Chelios's games as a Blackhawk member. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, cool! I'll I'll be out in Chicago. I'll turn the game on, have a beer, watch the game. It w- no, sorry, it wasn't sold out, <laughs> so it was blacked out. So I yeah. remember going. I remember going back to Chicago one year and and buying some my Chicago memorabilia, you know, t-shirts and hats or whatever. And I remember the person selling it to me goes, why are you buying that crap? Just wondering, you know, even though he's selling it to me, why are you buying, why are you <laughs> buying Blackhawk stuff? Seems horrible. I said, yeah, till the old man dies. Once the old man dies game on. I, and this is before the old man died because the reality of it is, is that is what needed to happen for somebody I e his son, younger person, thinking big picture stuff, out of the box stuff, right? Old man whoa, whoa, dies.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa Ron! I, I'm not trying to wish like death no, on no, no, Ted no. Phillips and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'm not. No, no. I'm, I'm saying that
1: either. I'm the, what kidding. I'm saying is for the Blackhawks to to win three championships, that old mentality had to go. Okay, had Ted to go. Phillips needs to die. I'm with you. I'm on board. So he, and so the, the, the owner of the Blackhawks and eventually ends up dying he was 80 something years old. He ends up dying and his son takes over. And of course, because the team was so bad and he didn't put money into the team, they've got two first round picks over ninety two thousand 2007, 2008, somewhere right around there. They pick up, obviously they pick up Patrick Kane, one of the, one of the best Chicago Blackhawk players ever. And they pick up Jonathan Taves, Jonathan Taves. you know, Captain Sirius. And with those two started, and you got to think Joe Quinville was a is a really good head coach. Started what is known to be probably the best team in the NHL in the 2010s decades. From 2010 to 2019, they won 3. They were in the playoffs every year except for the last year when they let go of Quinville. The 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 thinking, you know, they, they brought in Stan Bowman, which was Scotty Bowman, who was our rival playing Detroit Red Wings all the time, head coach, right? They brought in Stan, they brought in Scotty, they brought in people that knew the game, knew how to play the game, and knew what we needed as Blackhawks to win. And we won. And that's well, and- the Ryan Pace, picking up a Ryan Pace Three four years ago, you got to go off the merit of what he has done.
0: Well, I think that's and you you hit on a good point there, and I think that's what I'm talking about because the ownership the, the, the ownership doesn't realize this right now that the brass they have at the top it's getting it's very stale right now. T- Ted Phillips, I mean the, the guy's smart as hell. I, I know he went to I know he went to Northwestern. I think he also went to um, I think he also went to Notre Dame. The guy's smart as hell. He's he's probably got an accounting degree. And he can save money and pinch pennies and get you success in the books as much as anybody else. He was a big, big deal when it came to how they rebuilt Soldier Field. He saved them a bunch of money on a lot of that stuff. So he's a smart guy. But he's also the one that's making the decision on who's going to be put in place to make this football team a good competitive football team. And he can't do it. Yeah. He has proven that he can't do it. And so stick him in the back of the office somewhere and give him a title where he takes care of the money and bring somebody in who actually understands the game and is gonna, and is, understands when things need to change. The atmosphere at the top of this organization is stale. Uh, with everything that's going on, you've got the, the roster management is out of place. They, they lack depth in a lot of areas. Ryan Pace, yeah, he's, he's made some hits here and there, but he's also missed huge where he needed to hit, yeah. And to me, there's two places you really need to hit constantly if you want to be successful in the NFL. This is my opinion. Number one is obvious: it's a quarterback. You've got to win at the quarterback. You've got to get somebody in there who can throw the football, yeah. can uh, limit mistakes, and can help lead your team. That's that's given. The other one is in the trenches. You've got to find defensive linemen and offensive linemen that are above everybody else in the NFL. The rest of the plays, the rest of the guys will come into play. You, if you got a good offensive line, you will make a so-so running back an all-pro. Yeah. You will make so-so wide receivers catching a lot of balls, getting open, finding opportunities. You got a great defensive line, you will turn so-so safeties and so-so cornerbacks into decent defensive backs. That's really all there is to it. You win the, you win the trenches and you get somebody behind there that can throw the damn football and not make mistakes. You're going to win. That's where they just can't seem to get it right. So I'm out.
1: Yeah. Well, no, you're anyway, you're right. No, no, you're absolutely right. The, The bears have work and the, and what we, what they have just proven to us in this last week is that they have no desire to make change now. And they have no desire to make, um, to improve the team per se.
0: Well, there are teams, Ron, there are teams that have separated that financial operation piece from the football operation piece. Because typically that vice president of operations covers all of that. But they have separated that. Some teams have done that because they realize just because I have a great guy with numbers doesn't mean he knows football. And just because I have a guy who really knows football doesn't mean he's going to be able to make sure I make money at the end of the damn season. Yeah, it's fine. Then split it up and put two people in there. I mean, there was there was rumors out there about you know they were talking about uh, Bill Polian possibly coming in and trying to help the Chicago you know Chicago Bears. You know, wow, that would be amazing if we can get somebody with his expertise in there. But that's never going to happen. Bears are never going to do that. You know they're they're too they got they're so stuck on loyalty and oh you know he's done so much for us over the years, whatever. Oh okay fine he saved you a lot of money, but look what you've got on the field. You're a 500. You are a so so football team, being yeah. one of the charter members of the NFL, and across the last 20 years you've been so so, and even prior to that I'm only talking about the last 20 years because that's how long Phillips has been there. You know yeah so
1: no but, it, yeah.
0: That's why they weren't playing this weekend.
1: But they played last Again. weekend. That's why they're yeah. keeping everybody.
0: Yeah, they only, they, we have COVID to thank for that. Thank you, COVID, for helping the Bears reach the postseason. COVID, the most valuable player on the Chicago Bears. <laughs> there you go. I'm out. All right. I, you know what? I'm done beating the shit out of the Bears right now. That, that's, that. you know, for today. I'm sure next week I'm going to have does, more to say about it. But Does, um, COVID,
1: does COVID wear a, a game number number 19?
0: This <laughs> he wears a 2020 he's got 2020 on his jersey just wondering
1: well uh, the Bears were making news obviously Chuck Pagano has uh, retired so they're going to be looking for a defensive coordinator they're obviously keeping Matt Nagy which we all I, I had high hopes for Nagy whatever and then they're keeping Ryan Pace personally I say let the pace go I mean you I you could even let Nagy go. There there's a lot of there's a lot of head coaching positions opened up this offseason. You got LA Chargers, I think the Broncos. Chargers one surprised me a bit. That one surprised, surprised me a lot, actually. But I, I guess they expected more. But I don't know how much more you can expect. You had a rookie quarterback. Yeah. You know, that's like that's like saying, um, Let's let go the Bengals head coach because, you know, they, had a, they they didn't finish the playoffs. I mean, L.A. Chargers, I guess they could have been in the in the playoffs. I thought the team played really well uh, for them to let go of the head coach. I mean, it's, you know, Jacksonville, it's another one that lost their head coach, right? Urban Meyer signs a big contract, I'm sure. I know he was signed. How about but- that
0: one? Welcome back to coaching, Urban Meyer.
1: I thought it was interesting. Urban Meyer had an opportunity to go he pick his place, right? So Florida and or L.A. Chargers. Florida, I think, is a better move. Less taxes. Especially, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah,
0: you know. Yeah, as far as financially goes. Yeah. That's a Ted Phillips decision. Stop thinking like Ted Phillips and make a football decision, okay? And as far as the Bears defensive coordinator, they're not going to be going anywhere big they'll I could see well them what would be okay
1: something. so all right that's fine what would be big what would what would be big for you what would be like I, I, a wow
0: i don't know really that I, there is a wow right now that that anything that would surprise me i think i think the bears i think the decisions they made on and i thought i said i didn't want to talk about that anymore these guys are pissing me off my blood pressure is going up i think i need another sip of my beer the the thing that drives drives me crazy is this decision to me was a Money decision. You I know, get they, all that. If they didn't owe that money, then he'd he'd probably be gone.
1: Okay, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the hypothetical scenario here of a wow factor for the Bears defensively.
0: So, what do you like?
1: If they if they pick somebody up, they you're like, ooh, dang, didn't see that coming. That seems pretty interesting. Like, who would be a wow for you?
0: Well, I think some of the – I'm assuming you're talking about some of the outside outside um, I ain't talking names about... that are being floated. As far yeah. as a defensive coordinator that's going to come in? Yeah. The, probably the biggest wow for me that the name that I've heard kind of thrown around out there is Wade Phillips. Yeah. Okay, I've heard that name. He actually – I think he took this season off after the, the Rams gave him the bump. Um, but he's – he threw a, uh, I think, a tweet out there that said he was coming back, or that he wants to come back, and that okay, could you see the Bears trying to make some kind of big splash right there by bringing in that you know veteran? He's been a head coach before. Yeah. He's a very, very big defensive-minded coach. To have him come in and uh, replace Chuck Pagano, the retiring Chuck uh, Chuck Pagano. Um, that would make me go, wow, for a couple of reasons. Number one, it would mean the Bears are spending a lot more money than I thought they would spend on that because, you know, they're being tight about it. So that probably would be the biggest surprise. And number two, because it shows that, you know, I think the Bears, to me, feel they still have a opportunity with this current staff, the window that they have. And I don't know that they do. I mean, you look at where they're sitting right now with their cap space and – and you know, I just talked about winning in the trenches, and they've got a huge loss on one of that one side of that defensive line in Robert Quinn. He is worthless, yeah. and there's no way we're going to get rid of him because we owe him. We got like $14, dollars of dead money next year, so he's going to be on he's going to be on the other side of that line next year on the other side of Khalil Mack. And so, I, you know, I don't know that they're really what are they what are they grasping for here? They have no idea what their quarterback situation is going to be. What are you going to do with Trubisky? You can know, offer him a, a short term cheap deal. There's going to be a team out there that might come forward and think they can turn him around. I, th- I so, think so. I don't know. I, I feel like I to, would say if, if you really want to know, I'd say it'd be like Wade Phillips would shock me if that really came down. for Like I said, I think they're going to stay internal.
1: What about Rex Ryan?
0: What about him? I heard you he want to get back in the game. Yeah, he's,
1: that's what I'm hearing.
0: <laughs> well, as much as he's bashed. The Bears over the last couple of weeks, yeah. I don't think they'd let him in the building for an interview. He has ripped the shit out of the Bears, yeah, with, yeah. With, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. He was one of, I think, that also jumped down na- on Nagy for uh, for uh, sticking his thumb up his ass at the end of the first half last week. Yeah. And that, that they shouldn't have done what they did. So, yeah, I think Rex Ryan would certainly surprise me. <laughs> so, watch, watch him stay internal, though. That's just my... My two cents.
1: Well, Green Bay beats up on Los Angeles, just beats them up 32-18. Yeah, those
0: games are boring. I don't want to talk about
1: the Packers Buffalo. The Packers. I'm not talking about. I'm, go I'm just You're hitting. talking about the Packers. Oh. And I'm just hitting. I'm just hitting no, I numbers. So Buffalo, Buffalo, Baltimore. That was a pretty good game. It was really slow in the beginning, but 17-3. I mean, Buffalo said we have no shot of running against. Um. Baltimore. We have no shot. Like, yeah. Well, I don't think they tried to run the ball. Really? I think it was not even part of their game plan, to be honest with you. It just was not part of their game. But like, all right, Derek Henry, who runs, who runs about 250 yards a game, got nothing against them. I mean, the rusher is Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy running. Like if he's outside the pocket, he's running. But congrats to Buffalo. They won their first they won their first or second. What is it? They won that was a playoff game. Was that their first game? They didn't have a bye.
0: No. They did not have the bye. Kansas City had the buy. Okay,
1: so this is the first time they're gonna be in the championship in since what? 95. Yeah. It's a good long time. Kansas City cruises, even though there was some mental anguish. I think some of my nursing friends out there had said that they felt there was a code STEMI going on, which basically means that there was a massive heart attack when he went down and hit his head. They were like, oh, oh.
0: yeah. Gasped by all Chiefs fans. Going, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. You need to take us into the AFC title game? That's not good.
1: 22-17. And then the last game of the year, as you said, what did you, how did you coin that? The battle of the depends? Jared Bowl. Jeez,
0: That was a Are you that, talking about Brady Breeze? Yeah, right? Battle of the depends. The, dude, those guys are just a few years younger than us, man. And they're out there tearing it up on the on an NFL stage. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I can't even get out of bed without aches and pains from my head to my knock. Oh well,
1: if you had a if you had a personal trainer twenty four seven, if you had, you know, hundreds of millions have- of dollars. I do. I'm pretty sure you would be still fat and bald. Anywho, (laughs) I I, like like where you went with that. Yeah, yeah. So Tampa Bay rolls past New Orleans. And if it is Drew Brees' last game, um, man, hey, thanks for the memories, brother. It it was good. It was great.
0: Him and Brady, I mean, they're they're both one-two in passing attempts, passing completions, passing yards, passing touchdowns. I mean, you when you think of quarterback play, you think of those two, right? I mean, over the last twenty seasons, back before when we were younger, it was Joe Montana and and Brett Favre and and Dan Marino and the you know Jim Kelly, those guys. In the last twenty years, it's been Bree, Breeze and Breeze and Brady. I mean, they've just been phenomenal. You know, throw Manning in there too, but yeah. And and it's funny that I think it was uh, Romo who actually made that comment that look at the quarterbacks that were. That were that were playing this weekend. You had Breeze, you had Brady, you had Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is long in the tooth, right? Yeah. Yeah. You had your young guys in there. Is you know, it's like you had your old guard, and then you had your young guys kind of in there. You had your, um, you know, Jared Goff's and Josh Allen and Mahomes and everything. But you had the you had the crafty vets in there, and now you got Brady against uh, Brady against uh, Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. Charitable
1: bowl number two. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Rogers, what, 38? I
0: don't know if he's that
1: jerk. I
0: don't know if he's that old. But in quarter in football years, that's well, granted, they do have taken care of the quarterbacks a lot better over the last decade and a half. Yeah. So. Come on. You you
1: take two steps, push the quarterback. There's a flag being thrown. They're not getting (laughs) hit like they used to. I mean, they're getting hit. I mean, look not at Breeze. Breeze. Well, Breeze had a couple broken ribs and a collapsed lung because he got hit. They're yeah, just not getting hit like they used to be. Like they used to be. And then, um, and then other things happening in, in sports today. We've got the NHL's back. NHL is back. I know you're really super excited.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Dude, First off, Blackhawks you're... Go, we go. need to get out of Florida. We need. There's. There's. We play. We play Florida again. We just lost two in a row to Tampa. We just got beat by Florida. We got to play them again. And guess how many goals we gave up in the first game? Gave up five. Guess how many we gave up in the second game? Five. Guess how many we gave up in the third game? Five. Hey, you're pretty smart. Yeah, we gave up fifteen mm. friggin' goals in three games. Well.
1: Let's be this honest. Not- you, you don't have a a goalie. Do you wish now you you were able to keep uh, Crawford? Do you wish he didn't retire? Well, oh, we knew that was going to happen. That was coming. Did we? He he signed a deal with New Jersey. That that's where he ended up going. And then he gets you know he's over in New Jersey before anything happens. He's he decided to retire. Wow! Well, Did he really? Maybe he really want. I mean, I listen. I know Subban pretty well. He played for the Golden Knights for the first three years that they were here, but we traded for which is the guy you guys should have kept. you have a name for him, though? Yeah, it's called Malcolm Subad.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks. Appreciate it.
1: He played really well. well. Listen, when when Flurry was out in that first season, when he was out, uh, Subban came in, stepped up, and and actually won some games. I think... I think he has the potential there, but you guys had the you guys had the goalie that you needed to have, called Robin Leonard. You had him. All you had to do was sign him. You knew you couldn't keep Corey Crawford, or you knew he wasn't going to. He was hurt. He had injuries. He had um, concussions and stuff. Like you had a guy that that has done nothing but win. And what were you worried about? That you had to let them go. That you traded them to us, to the Golden Knights, and now we're—I feel like we're hoarding all the goalies out there. We got—we got Robin Lehner. We've got marc Andre Fleury. Like we're—we're—we're we're, we're stacked for goalies. We are stacked. Your your team is giving up 15 goals. You also have some other issues going on. Captain Sirius is not playing right now. He is on the IR because he was. Now, folks, a little side note. My son was playing hockey in Arizona about two months ago. No, over Thanksgiving. So about two months ago, uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. And he did see Captain Sirius playing with other players in the NHL. Connor McDavid. Austin Matthews all kinds of big names he was he was working out and practicing and play, you know playing three on three and stuff so something happened from Thanksgiving to now to the start of the season where he felt that he was tired he was weak wasn't himself I mean he's getting older a lot of the Blackhawks players the 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 core will say the core you know the, it's 10 years from the first championship you guys have won what
0: makes you think laner was going to be the guy though what what what? What I mean, makes you like he think? Wasn't very, what, good at Buffalo. He wasn't very good. I mean, yeah, he had somewhat of a good stint with Chicago, short, but he wasn't that good with the Sabers.
1: He's not win a lot
0: of games there. Didn't,
1: he's won enough. How many games have you guys won so far? None. And not, you played three games.
0: I think his best, when was his best, his best season? Was when he, the one he had with the Islanders, which I think was right before he came to Chicago.
1: Correct. He had a really oh, had
0: a, I mean, had a good I season. He wasn't the answer, but... But what other answer did you guys have? And you know what? That's actually a good question. I mean, because sometimes it sometimes it may not be the right answer. It may just be the only answer. Kind of when people were bitching and complaining when the Bears signed Cutler to that long-term deal. It was like, why would the Bears do that? Well, probably because they had no other choice. There were no other options. They were not in a good position to draft a quarterback. There were not any good ideas on the free agent market. And he was really their only option. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you have to go to the bad option because it's the only one.
1: Yeah. I mean, there were, but there were, there were goaltenders out there for them.
0: I, what I, honestly, what I thought
1: when we signed Laner, I thought that we were going to dump Flurry. Now, Fleury has a no trade clause in his contract, like 10 teams. He couldn't, he would, he can nix it. But I thought, because there's $12 million signed up in both those goalies. It's not a, I don't think there's a single team in the NHL that has $12 million and two goalies. I'm, I'm positive. Now, there might be a goalie out there that is getting $12 million. I doubt it. I mean, Fleury's making seven, Lander's making five. 5 million a year for 5 years. That's a smoking deal. 5, five for 5. A oh, 25 million. 25 That's million. 5? Huh?
0: <laughs> Never mind. If, uh, if you're going to say it, if you're going to say the
1: joke, get to the joke. Don't just leave everyone hanging. 25 That's million. It's not a joke. 25 million over 5 years. 5 years, 5 million dollars for 5 years, 25 yeah. million. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Blackhawks could afford that, but nevertheless, you guys are 0 three against it, and you've got a long way to go because there's a lot of teams you still have to try to beat. You, you got to, you still got to go back and battle Detroit, Dallas. Who? Hey, hey, Dallas! What a story out of Dallas! They haven't even started their yeah, season. They even-
0: Got a game in yet? I don't think.
1: No. They're delayed because half their players are COVID. Nashville, they're they've won two in a row. Tampa Bay obviously won two in a row because they beat the Chicago team. There's two teams. There's three teams in your division that has not won a game yet. One of them is Dallas, and they haven't even played a game. The other one's Columbus. 0-2, and and then you guys have lost three games in a row, so you guys are 0-3. But I was looking online, and I I thought, you know, what was really interesting, you know, they called it the East, the Central, the West, and the North, but they got these goofy names with it. Did you see this? So the East is now called Mass Mutual East. Mass Mutual East. Oh, God. Advertising on the guess what standing headers yeah yeah you ready for what's central discover uh, central. oil yeah right discover central you got honda west and then you got uh, scotia north
0: uh that's, that's listen a here sign the apocalypse.
1: no it's a sign that, that since they can't get any revenue for fans coming to the games they're going to try whatever they can. They also uh, another change in the NHL this year. They put logos um, advertising on their helmets. That's the first kind of like huh. when the NBA put that little advertising on the, over the left, the left shoulder, I think. Yeah. yeah so I noticed that the uh, gold Knights had um, capital one. It's one of their sponsors. But we talked about the East, man. The East for the NHL is going to be absolutely brutal. You got Washington, Philly, New Jersey, Boston, New York Rangers, and Islanders, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo. Surprisingly, which I'm I'm a little surprised that Buffalo is actually 0-2 in that division because I thought they would – because they had the number – I think they had the number one pick.
0: Or was that oh, – Talked about when we when we talked about this breakdown that that is going to be it, that's a just a juggernaut to have to get through there so there's going to be unfortunately some good teams I mean presumably that division is going to you know come out where most teams are going to be kind of hovering around five hundred because these teams are just going to beat the crap out of each other yeah um, but yeah I mean it's it, there's some really good teams there and you know we'll have to wait. and
1: yeah, we're going to have to wait and see. And then Honda. So the we'll talk a little bit about the Golden Knights. Talked a little about Chicago. We know Chicago is going to have some trouble, goalie trouble. A little shout out to Corey Crawford if he's listening, because he could be a Monday morning couch potato fan. Uh, thank you so much for all your years of service, and we appreciate you. And can you come back and play one more year? I'm sure that's pretty much what everyone's asking.
0: Like Eddie Belfer at this point.
1: <laughs> come out of retirement, Eddie. Eddie the Eagle, we need you. So Vegas uh, plays two games. Their first two games was against Anaheim. The first game they won five to three. It was actually a really good, really really good game. Team looks like they have continued on from preseason uh, from postseason. Just a couple months ago, they also named their very first captain. They've yet to have a captain there, Timothy T. Dog. And that captain is Mark Stone. Mark Stone is now there. Didn't they have a captain? It was just something that they didn't want to do in the first season, and it kind of carried over for three seasons. They had a bunch of assistant captains, and you can have a bunch of assistant captains. You don't necessarily have to have a captain. As a matter of fact, Vancouver's captain at one point was their goalie, which I don't recommend that being. Roberto Luongo. That was their captain. I don't think a goalie is a good captain. Just saying. How's he supposed to go to the bench and kind of rally the troops? Say, "Come on, guys! You know, <laughs> let's do this." When he's stuck behind, you know, at the, at his net. So Vegas
0: ends Speaking up. He can forward a memo. Go ahead. He can forward a memo. He can send a memo from one of his linemen to the bench, and there it's done. There, everybody's excited. I
1: like that. So Vegas, okay. Vegas comes in uh, against the the next day, plays Anaheim again. Actually, is down zero one going into the third period. Ends up pulling their goalie. Now, if the goalie was a captain, he then would be sitting at the bench rooting him on. But he's not. It's Mark Stone. Pulls the goalie, and uh, it was a bang-bang play, down low, up high to Carlson. Carlson bangs it in, ties it up with about two and a half minutes left in the game. And then it goes into overtime, and Mark Stone, the captain, chips it forward. It's a two-on-one breakaway, and Max pastoretti buries it. Top corner, Vegas up two nothing in a in a pretty competitive division as well. We talked about this uh, a couple podcasts ago. The uh, they got Minnesota, Arizona, Colorado, St. Louis, San Jose, Los Angeles, and Anaheim. So far, Los Angeles and Anaheim both have losses, no wins, and then St. Louis is one and one. They split their their games with. With Colorado, um, but so far so good. And then you know who cares about the North teams, right? Who who cares about the Canadian teams? Nobody cares. All right, they care a little bit. So Tur- Canadians. Toronto two and one. Montreal one and oh. one Oh, and, and an overtime loss. So they got three points. Calgary with three points. Winnipeg one and zero. Oh. We've got a Couch Potato fan out there that is from Winnipeg. She's a big Winnipeg fan. And uh, when we were playing, when the Golden Knights were playing the Winnipeg Jets in the playoffs, they can win a peg, but we were going to try to win the cup. How about that?
0: There you go. That might be the stupidest thing (laughs) ever said on the Couch Potato podcast. And And we've said a lot of stupid things. Yeah.
1: But there is one division, the Canadian division, every one of their teams has a win. So what does that tell you? That it's it's probably a pretty Toronto
0: win the Stanley Cup. Is that
1: what's that's what it tells you? Is that what you think? I don't see Toronto winning. I like Toronto.
0: One. No, but I think Toronto's going to make some noise. I think they can put a lot of put a lot of uh, pucks in the net. Yeah, I mean they have 11 goals already
1: scored in 3 games. They also gave up 11 goals. They've scored 11 and they've given up 11.
0: Well, let's the Senators smack them around a little bit, but
1: I mean they are Tampa Bay has 10 goals and then Philly and Washington both have scored 11 goals over 2 or 3 games. I mean there's some there's there's some good hockey out there folks. So uh, each week we'll bring up a little section of the NHL, just kind of a little highlight of our Dallas, Chicago, and Las Vegas. If you need a little bit of hockey for the Beyond, hit us up at uh, M M&M and Couch Potatoes on Twitter, or if you uh, can, or if you want, join our Facebook page, Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. That's a good one. Any mm-hmm. news? Any news in MLB that you're aware of, there, T Dog? I know we talked Nothing about right now though. Schwarber that signed this, the one-year deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, as expected, the Cubs uh, did um, settle with uh, Chris Bryant. I think on like nineteen and a half million dollar contract for a one-year deal, so they won't be going to arbitration. They'll actually be going to arbitration with Ian Happ for the first, only the third time, I think, since ninety. 90- Six or something like that. That they'll be going to arbitration with a player. Um, really? So sure, he's probably looking somewhere in the three to four million dollar range, and the Cubs looking to pay him significantly less than that. But they settled with uh, Bryant and Javier Baez and a few other players. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean those guys are going to be on the roster. They could, still could shop Bryant, and since his number is south of twenty million, it might be slightly easier. But. I don't know, we'll see what happens. But I'm sure we'll have some more things to talk baseball uh, once we start moving forward. The the hot stove is starting to heat up. There are some signings that have happened. Uh, D.J. LeMay did re-sign with the Yankees at a relatively modest team deal at $90 million. um, I think over six years or something like that. That's a pretty good deal for him. Yeah, Uh, One of the best hitters in baseball, actually. So they were able to bring him in. I think they're actually also looking to possibly bring in... um, uh, Kluber, uh, the pitcher. So, um, but oh, yeah, I Yanks, think the, yeah. some of the free agents are going to start falling and, and getting on teams and we'll start seeing that the rosters take some shape here over the next couple of weeks. So we'll have some baseball to talk about as the NFL season winds down, but nothing yeah. of major of note right now.
1: Well, I know the white Sox signed Liam, uh, Liam Hendricks. Hendricks yeah. I think he was that, uh, that kid out of,
0: uh, I have a lot of fun stuff to talk about the white Sox actually. Um, this season. I think the White Sox are going to be good. I think it's
1: going to be interesting. They've got some really good players on that team. And if they can bolster up, you know, some of their pitching, I think they have a chance to to get to the playoffs for sure. You know, it was a weird wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead, oh, go. sir. No, no, finish your thoughts.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just saying it, it, it was a weird finish uh, for the COVID 2020 year. Uh, both teams were – Cubs and the White Sox were both in the playoffs. Unfortunately, they were eliminated best of three, right? So you, two wins. Hey, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting MLB. Uh, NFL is always interesting. And the NHL is going to be interesting. You know, we're not really touching on the NBA. It's been really difficult to watch.
0: Just as far as a monster trade in the NBA. I don't know if you heard that. Did you know Oh, that? no, no. Fire away. James Harden was traded to the, to the Brooklyn Nets from the Houston Rockets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, for a bag of used automobile parts, I think. But it doesn't matter. Um, but uh, Harden... Became the first player, I believe, in history to have a triple double in his debut after um, a trade or something like that. Oh, how like convenient! Points. How yeah. can and he wanted out of Houston. Yeah. yeah, it was some. It was a really big, convoluted four-team trade that got him there. Um, Houston ended up getting like four, like three first-round picks, and then three second-round pick swaps or some crap or whatever. But I mean, they just got a a ransom for for Harden, who is arguably one of the best players in the NBA. So now he teams up with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who's actually not playing right now because something's going on in his personal life, um, but to form the latest big three in the NBA. Um, So Brooklyn going out there and trying to get themselves going and a chance for uh, competing with Milwaukee, and, and who Milwaukee, Boston, and I guess the rest in the East.
1: Well, definitely, they're to there to compete. To- yeah, they're there to compete for with
0: LA. Ultimately, yeah, to um, be- well, I mean, get, get there to the championship and, and and play LA. I mean, so yeah, but they got their big three there now in Brooklyn. But yeah, we'll tell you. Well, the NFL is just kind of dominating right now because this is what's this is what it's all about. It's fun, um, and I mean, that's we can close out. We can uh, talk about what we think for the championship games. Oh yeah, the one thing. Yeah, the one thing uh, interesting about the games coming up, which I like about this, is these are these teams have played each other this year. So the Buccaneers and the Packers have played, right? I don't if you remember that game. They beat the crap. Tampa Bay beat the crap out of Green Bay. It was it was
1: Aaron Rodgers' worst game of the year,
0: actually for a right.
1: team for the team, it was their worst game
0: of the year. Yeah, I mean they barely thirty eight to ten. I don't even yeah, they barely had two hundred yards. Um. Ronald Jones ran all over him. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you're right. He threw like two picks in that game. He was sacked four times. And the thing is, is I think you know this. You look at that and you think, oh, well, then the Buccaneers are going to beat him. Um, I I actually I feel bad that I have to root for Tom Brady and <laughs> the Buccaneers because I really don't want to have to root for Tom Brady. But there's no way I want to see Green Bay in the Super Bowl. So
1: so you're going Tampa? I don't, don't
0: know Tampa. I think Tampa is going to go in there, and the way they played today defensively, Drew Brees is not that bad of a quarterback. I know, you know, you look at he was under tons of pressure. I mean, they did a great job getting after him. There was a, the the blitz packages that they threw at him, um, just kind of got him off his game. So I, I think if they can do that against Aaron Rodgers and sort of replicate what they did earlier this season, um.
1: Tampa I, I Bay won. It, I think, yeah. yeah, I disagree. Of course, I, you don't. I don't think Tampa Bay can go into Green Bay, and especially if it's going to be cold and crappy. Now there is a statistic out there.
0: pretty used to play in Foxborough. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, I know, but not the pretty rest chilly. of, the, not the rest of the team, though. They're T Dog. Okay, not the rest. Maybe, maybe Gronk. But that's it. But there's a stat out there, isn't there, T-Dog? We know. We know this stat. We know it. The stat out there is Tampa Bay can't win or has not won in temperatures less than what? What was it, 30 degrees?
0: I don't know the stat. So you're telling me you know You it. told me I this. No you told me the stat years ago. It. Yes, it's something like, you know, if the temperature's under 32 degrees, they're like, oh, and... 700.
1: Or yeah, 0-16. Yeah. So it, if it's really cold out, I'd have to say Green, Green Bay. And I also think we should reach out to you, that McHenry kid and see if we can... Robert. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows of him. You do. I think... Uh, we, he's going to...
0: He's one of the better tight ends in the NFL this year. He's I understand. Yes.
1: I think this is an opportunity for us to... Win or lose, reach out to him and say, hey, we got Can't a, do it. We got a Monday do morning. Couch, what we're talking. We can talk to him.
0: Let's I'm let's talk about a McHenry football. I'm sure he doesn't give a brat's ass about McHenry football right now. He had to start from
1: somewhere green. No, he did. You're right. And then the other game is Buffalo at Kansas City. I took Green Bay. Uh, you took Tampa Bay. I am taking Buffalo on this one. I think. If, wow. Yep. My upset of the week and lock of the week.
0: What? All, the, all in one. All. You're taking Buffalo in an upset and a like. It's it's locked. Your upset is locked.
1: My upset is wow. locked. Yes. All
0: right. And well, I'm. A, this is this is the
1: reason why. If Mahomes, if somebody doesn't put a big pile of cash on a physician, a neuro doorstep saying you pay you better like pass them. Um Cleveland made it a game regardless. It wasn't like, you know, Kansas City was running away with the game. Cleveland came back.
0: No, no they weren't. You're right. I mean defensively the that's the one thing I really liked in the game today. Um by the chiefs. I think defensively they actually played a very very good game in the first half. And granted it started getting a little squirrely, but they were very I mean just very aggressive getting after the football. Um you look at what the the Bills did against Baltimore and from a defensive standpoint, yeah, you could see um you know they they held Lamar Jackson in check as far as they didn't give up the big play. You know, they didn't give up that dagger. Yeah, they had uh, you know, got themselves, held them to only three points, but they really didn't seem, to, they just, they seemed out of sync a little bit defensively. And you're not going to be able to do that against Kansas City. You know, you, you didn't really get a big game out of, you know, uh, some of the key players on that team. You know, Josh Norman, um, you know, Harrison Phillips seemed a little bit off in that game. Taron Johnson had a decent game, but seemed to struggle a little bit. Um, You know, he did have, other than the big, interception return for a touchdown actually Johnson's not the guy I was thinking of but yeah Johnson had the big score but um you know so you're not going to be able to do that against the Chiefs and I think if 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 Mahomes is in there which he should be I think there's no question he's going to be in that game this offense is just too dangerous I mean with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and you know Edwards Hilaire and Williams I mean these guys are just phenomenal and Patrick Mahomes leading the way so I think the Chiefs are going to find their way back to the Super Bowl. It's going to be a win for Kansas City. It's going to be a great game, and we often see this, right? We often see that the conference championship games are usually better than the Super Bowl, right? I mean, you see yeah. some of these game, these conference championship games. So I think this one has the makings of being a classic. I think, you know, if Buffalo wins, it wouldn't surprise me because I think Josh Allen is the real deal, and he can figure out a way to make it happen, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to pick Kansas City. So what's your lock? What's my lock? Yeah. My lock is going to be Kansas City. <laughs> All right. I guess my upset would have to be Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, I'm not there doing upset. Well, I did. I know. Well, I did because I picked Buffalo. I, I like but I, I think Buffalo. I think defensively. I, I don't. I take the weather out of the out of the picture. I don't think two teams play in cold weather. So, And then you, you could take away the fans. They have some fans in Kansas City, but they also had quite a few fans in, in Buffalo. But you take away the fans, and they're, they're, oh, crap. And all their noises that they make. I mean, you might even give the edge, a little edge to Buffalo.
0: Especially Probably if... Gonna have- have more fans in the stadium than they did this summer. I think they're slowly increasing it. You know, whatever it was, eight, nine thousand. Then it's probably going to go up to twelve or thirteen thousand.
1: Yeah, but it's know, still it's so. still not a full stadium, though. Well, it's not
0: Sixty, seventy thousand. You're right. Yeah,
1: but Patrick Mahomes did pass Lenny Dawson, Len Dawson, for the most passing yards in Chiefs season history. Do
0: you know the last? Patrick Mahomes, Chicago Bears quarterback, but no. Could have been, but no. Well,
1: who else Whatever. could the Bears have picked that year? Besides... Deshaun Watson. There you go. That Deshaun Watson is wanting to get out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Can the Bears afford him?
0: Uh, no. Number one, I don't know how they would be able to maneuver in order to make the contract work. Number two, they don't have the the value to, to return that other teams would be able to return. I mean, what are they going to give them? Mitch Nick Foles and a, a tw- they can't give him Mitch. They don't own Mitch anymore. Oh, so yeah, they're, they're Nick. There's not really the, the, Bear- yeah, come on. Unfortunately, the bears are in a position that they, they needed to go four and 12 yeah. and, you know, be in the top and then they would be able to, you know, trade a, uh, top pick and, okay. you know, Houston would have had, so Talk two or three picks, or whatever. Bears
1: have been known to trade up. Do you think Bears will trade up this?
0: I, it, this that I think is going to be the interesting take on what the Chicago Bears do from a quarterback position because Nick Foles is certainly not the answer. I don't believe they're going to resign Mitch Trubisky. I think somebody out there, like a New England or maybe even a Indianapolis, somebody like that is going to give Mitch Trubisky a chance to come in there and be the guy or be a formidable backup. That's just my take on it. So where do they turn in the draft? Well, they're not going to get one of the big dogs where they're at. They're, they don't have the capital to trade up into a position to get one of the big dogs <clears throat> at the top. And one name that's been kind of thrown out there is, is Mac Jones from Alabama, possibly falling to the Bears in some capacity, or at least in some draft boards, um, or requiring them to perhaps trade up uh, past a, a couple, two, three, three, two, three teams, you know, in the teens, um, the low teens in order to get up and, and take somebody like Jones. But I don't, I don't know if he's necessarily the answer. I don't know that I trust this regime to really be um, yeah. the one that takes a quarterback from the draft and, and, and puts him out there. Yeah, so, no, I
1: totally agree with I you. Know. Cause even if you, even but if I think you-
0: that's something. That's definitely something we're gonna to want to get into, and in then in the you know oh next yeah for sure. Is. But you're even if you even if you
1: could, even if you could, even if you did draft a quarterback, who's gonna who's gonna teach him? Nick Foles, yeah. So you're stuck with Nick Foles regardless, right? You're stuck with Nick Foles.
0: So anyways, well, you are stuck with him because it's like twelve million dollars or something that you own. Um, so yeah. But if for as many draft boards that are saying Mac Jones is the, is a potential for the Bears, there's another group of people saying stay away from him. All right? System quarterback, not the same. You know, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it.
1: Well, you've been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at MM Couch Potatoes. Listening to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are, does it? But the Money Money Couch Potatoes Podcast is for general purposes only.
0: I'm out.